What's up, everybody? We're back for episode three of Keeping It Real in Sports and Life. How y'all doing today? I'm James Lowry. I'm your host. Um, here with my two other co-hosts, Ryan Robbins, Demond Garrett. Y'all good? Yeah, I'm good. Bro. Yeah, I'm good. And it's been a long weekend, so it's been a fun weekend, especially in the basketball world. Y'all ready to hop right into it, talking about All-Star Weekend? Let's get it. Let's get to it. All right. So first, I just want to add, what did y'all think of the overall weekend? Like the weekend is like all the events, even the halftime shows. I thought it was uh I thought it was an overall good weekend. Uh I like the the new formats of the, the skill challenge and, and the actual game. And I like the performances at halftime. Everything except for of course the dunk contest because that was absolutely garbage. But overall, I think I think it was pretty good. Yeah, same as what Ryan said. I think it was really good. I enjoyed the halftime shows and the skills challenge new format was eye opener. I didn't expect it. But yeah, the um, slam dunk contest was trash. But the three point, I like to add a big man to it. And Carlton Towns when it just proved that big man can shoot the basketball. And with the All Star game in general, the new format with the um, the target score made it real competitive and the crowd seemed like they had real fun with it. I ain't really all enjoy it like that. I ain't even lie. The skills challenge I did watch that. I mean, it was okay, but especially, but the dunk contest. I agree with y'all. I the dunk contest I didn't too much care for. I feel like they gave them too many attempts. Cause you really supposed to only get three and they just, especially Jalen green, he kept trying to do the same dunk and could not keep his uh, hang time. So it was like, he just keep going over and over and over again. So it was just like, all right, I don't even want to watch this no more. But as far as the game, I enjoyed it, but in the halftime shows and stuff like that, I did. But as far as like skills challenge, even the celebrity game wasn't good this year. But that hasn't been good in the past couple of years, in my opinion. Yeah, it ain't been good since Kevin Hart. Yeah, he was the only reason people used to watch it. Because dude actually used to – he can play, play and but he also right. was just funny too. So, yeah, they didn't have any real good, like, known celebrities. Yeah. Miles Garrett, though, he was, he was punishing. Yeah. <laughs> I, but he played basketball before yeah. he became big in football. The three point was good. That was a good um, shootout. Was yeah, good. the three point was the three point was good. I just I the new format. I just feel like it's too long. I mean, I understand they was trying to make it competitive, but it was just unexpected for me. Maybe I just have to see what the experience is next year. With yeah. it. I think they need to change the dunk contest too. Like facts. Uh, cause you know. Attempts don't account unless you actually get the ball up on the goal. So you can jump in the air as many times as you want you, to. So that's what Jalen Green was doing. Yeah, and not touch the goal. And then it don't count as an official attempt. So, so I'm, Yeah, because I was just like, why does he keep going over and over? Like, just try a different dunk. Like, don't keep trying to do the same dunk. And everybody that keep anticipating it and keep – getting excited but after a while everybody just like okay just try something else like right. it's not working i think i think they should get a bit the dunk on 
the dunk champion should be awarded in the uh, in the All Star game itself. Like whoever come up with the best dunk in the game should be the champion. That's how I feel. But that John Morant dunk, he failed. Oh my God! I know you saying exactly. that. Exactly. That man, the one he failed was ridiculous. Yeah. But I also think like I don't I don't think this was uh as hype as other All Star games. I don't know if it's because yeah. it's is in Cleveland. Cleveland got you know what I'm saying the fan it's not a big market. Yeah, like That's the fans was really the fans really went into it. Like ain't nobody ain't no Cleveland entertainers. They had MGK, but he watched them. Oh, everybody performing was from Atlanta at, from halftime almost. Or yeah, Atlanta, Louisiana, or the East Coast. Exactly, and so, that's, I mean, it ain't no real culture in Cleveland. Cause where were, it was in Chicago last year, you had who did you have? You yeah, had Khan, you had uh, Common. Common. Yeah, they actually had like people who were from Chicago, exactly. and yeah, that's why I'm saying they didn't really hype up this All Star game this year, and I feel like that's why a lot of people just weren't really into just being excited to watching it because it was in Cleveland, and then. I just don't know. I mean, it's just feel like All Star just been falling off these past couple of years. Last yeah. year, I enjoyed last year, but it's just like it ain't even been the top tier from like when Dwight Howard and them were doing the dunk contest, and um, or who else was there? Uh, Aaron Gordon, well, and yeah. Blake Griffin when they were doing the dunk contest and stuff like that. You like you would be ready to watch the All Star game. It's just right. like now you just watch it because it's tradition. We grown now. That's the problem. We was kids. We we was excited. That's true. Now, man, we grown. We we got on it. We got other priorities. We ain't worried about nothing. That's true. That is true. We got homework to be worried about. All right. We was eleven years old when Blake Griffin jumped over the car, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm saying. Yeah. Even when uh Aaron Gordon and uh Zach Levine, that was like 20, what 2016? We were 15, yeah. 16, 17 year old. That's what I'm saying. We were still hype. Yeah. We were still hype. That's true. Yeah, when you do put it like that, we were younger and that stuff you did used to excite us now. It's just like we more about the debates and analytics side of it now. Yeah, we were about. Oh no, he the best. He can dunk, do all this stuff like that. So we kind of already answered this question. Like, did the game live up to the hype that everyone expected? I feel like we said no was our really primary answer because it was in Cleveland. So we just gonna go right on through that one and go to our third topic for this All-Star weekend. Do you feel the NBA got the 75th anniversary team correct? Who want to go first on that one? This is basically a hot take. So, who want to go first? Go ahead. I go. Okay. I feel like they did a good job. Now, some like the older guys, I did not know. Well, I knew Lenny Wilkins, Willis Reed, guys like that. But for the most part, like Carl Malone, Michael Jordan, John Stockton, I feel like they got majority of it right because most of those guys had remarkable careers and they really changed the NBA and changed the game of basketball. So I feel like, yeah, they really did get the 75th anniversary team. Correct. I don't think they left anybody out to be honest. I feel like they got it right, but I would have added Charles Barkley on there. 
It was on there. It Charles was? was on there. Was Charles on there. He yeah. didn't come down to yeah. the. He just he was he a commentator, so he wasn't going. Okay, I didn't see Charles because I didn't. Uh, yeah. See him for, well, other than that, yeah, that'd be crazy not to put Charles. But they got it right. They got the centers, the forwards, the guards. They got all the top players, and you can't argue with the people they put on there. Uh, I think they got it right for the most part, but it's three people. It's always that a but, man. It's always. I a think it. I think it's three people that should have been on there. Who? I think I think the White Hat should have been on there. I think Clay Thompson should have been on there, and I think Pat Gasol should have been on there. I really, I really, Bruh, see, I really now, now, now. I will, I agree with Clay Thompson and Powell, but Dwight Howard, no. Dwight in his prime, no. Was, come on now, dude was just big. That's what I'm saying. He was punishing he, everybody. All this. Look how big he was. Look at dude's shoulders. Okay, look at Shaq. Shaq was big. That's the same thing with Shaq. But what do I have doing now? Just fouling folks and and getting five well, rebounds game. What was Shaq doing at the end of his career? He was on seventeen different teams before he, at the end of his career. But Shaq got hit. Like Shaq did give him four of them things. Yeah, he was just going to try to get four greens. And every team he did get on, they did almost make it. Yeah. Almost. The way Howard went to the way too. He when he was Orlando. Like, when he was Orlando, they went to the finals one time and got swept by the Lakers You're right. by Kobe. You're right. And did not go back till he went to the Lakers. He went back to the Lakers, yeah. But he was on bad teams. He can't help that. With the Hawks, was Orlando, those teams were not bad. Orlando was no, I'm bad. talking about I'm talking about the end of, the end of his career. He was on some some, some garbage the, team. The Rockets, the Wiz- He didn't work with James Harden. I don't know what happened there. He, he was still getting. He was still punishing though. Like he wasn't just playing. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the Hawks. I don't know. He just went home for that reason. But yeah, I definitely Powell, yeah, even though he wasn't like no, he wasn't, he didn't average 25 and 15, but like he averaged a double double during his career. Like he was very valuable to some teams, especially those Memphis team. Kobe said one for Powell, like, we won Kobe said one for Powell, we won won the championship. That was the best move they ever when they traded him from Memphis to Los Angeles. That was the best move that Powell won them them championships. If they didn't yeah. have him, I don't know if they would have won. That that trade, it was a good move for both for both sides. Yeah, because we got Mark in that. They traded for brothers. When we got yeah. Mark. They y'all got power. And yeah, Mark ended up doing some great things for Memphis during his time there. You know, we didn't win no championship, but still, it don't matter. Yeah, I ran to Tim Duncan too much. <laughs> Speaking Duke. of that, I think Tony Parker. He got he 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 has a. He has an argument. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he has an argument to be on there, I think. Manu, Manu no. Manu, too. No, no. Manu, no. Manu, no. Manu was a role player for me. Every time, like, Manu could take over a game, but he was just a role player for Manu me. Manu a bucket. <laughs> like, Manu was just a role player. I don't think Tony Parker, yes. Because when he took over the game, you know he was taking over the game. But... Did y'all, I don't know. I don't know if y'all peeped this or not, but did y'all notice they call out they called the best person at each position last? Yeah. Like when they were doing it. So they did Michael Jordan, Shaq. Shaq. Who was I think was they Dirk. put Shaq over Kareem? Are you serious? Yeah. It was Kareem then Shaq. Shaq. No, Kareem was last. Was he? Yes, it was yeah. Kareem. I knew I wouldn't. Yeah, I would take, Kareem. I'd take Shaq over. It was Kareem, Shaq, then Wilt. Yeah. 
and then for the I missed the forwards. It was, it was like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. It was yeah, Duncan, Bron, and Bron, I think. And for the guards, it was uh, Scotty was after Duncan before Duncan. The last guard to get called was it Chris Paul? No, nah, it was Michael Jordan was the last. Michael Jordan. It was Kobe point guard, Mike. point guards. Oh, oh Steph Curry, I think. Yeah, with Curry. or Magic. It was Magic. It was Magic. 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 Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna argue with that one. One of the greatest, probably in my opinion. Yes. I then I say Michael Jordan for last. Of then course. you have to say Michael Jordan for last. That's and then he no showed question. up too. You know, yeah. Right. Posing he he, he, he don't come up. to nothing. He don't come to a Charlotte yeah. game. It. it was very shocking to see him. Yeah, they say he had got to like 15 minutes before they had called called out the uh thing. He was at uh you know the Daytona 500 was uh the yep. same day. He was in he was in uh Florida. Florida. Yeah, it's out. Everybody always want to see Mike. Yeah, we're going to move on to these weekly games. On Thursday, the regular season will start back up. Two TNT games. You got the Celtics 34 and 26 versus the Nets 31 and 28. Jason Tatum averaging 25 points, shooting 43% from the field, 84% from the free throw line. Patty Mills is the Brooklyn Nets lead scorer with 13 points, 42% from the field, 85% free throw shooting. Who y'all got in this one? If I can, uh, I'm going Boston. They don't, Brooklyn don't have Katie or uh, Kyrie right now or Ben Simmons, so I'm going with Boston by a landslide. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, uh, Boston. Last time I bet it on them, they, I bet it against them, and they blew the Philly, they blew, uh, Philly out by like 30. Right. <laughs> so, I ain't been against them. I told, you, I told you don't go with the process. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You did. We're going with Boston. Yeah, the Nets got a lot of figuring out to do. So, got a lot of egos, too. They got a lot of figuring out to do before the playoffs start. Uh, the late night game on Thursday, Warriors 42 and 17 versus Trailblazers 25 and 34. Steph Curry, 25 points, 42% from the field, 91% free throw shooting. And Fernie Simons is the lead scorer right now while Dan Lillard is out. Averaging 17 points, 44% from the field, 88% from the line. I'm taking Trailblazers. I'm taking Curry. He's going to shoot by 10 or more threes. He's hot now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking a Warrior. I'm taking Warriors. I'm going to take Portland in this one. Curry shot 16-3. He might go for another. That was the All-Star game. Yeah. They won't hold no defense. They beat, they beat the Grizzlies. You're just going to pick them now, huh? Yeah, no, they, they it's just it. actually, you know I feel like Green. they got more grit than the Warriors do. You know, Draymond Green, why I'm coming back on? They don't mean nothing. You mm. think Nurk finna let Draymond push him around or James Wiseman? He got to get, get his footing back. They still got the two greatest shooters ever on the team, right? <laughs> We're gonna see that. We'll see about that one. So now we're going to go move on to our, not really debate, but we're going to do a discussion. So as everybody knows, well, not everybody, but if you're a sports fan, CP3 is out for six to eight weeks with a right thumb injury. He's averaging 14.9 points, 
and 10 assists, so he's averaging a double-double this season. His team has 48 wins. So with him being out six to eight weeks, keep in mind the regular season ends April 10th, which is closer than you think, and playoff starts on the 16th of April. So is this detrimental for Phoenix? Yes, I think it is because I look Effort Payton or Cameron Payne is out too. So Devin Booker is gonna be their main point guard until they can get those two point guards back. So they're gonna need they ain't got no point guard there. Unless they go get somebody. Yeah, I think I think it's I don't know. I think they're gonna be okay. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as everybody making it seem. Yeah, they're gonna still win but, some games. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they're still gonna win some games. Just because they got more, they got better players as well. Mm-hmm. So like they more developed. They've been to you know what I'm saying Western Conference Finals, so they understand. And the finals. And the finals, yeah, they've been to the finals, so they 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 have grown, so they know how to play. It ain't like you know what I'm saying. It's his first year here. Then they so, got the coach of the year in money. Yeah, game. exactly. So they're gonna be okay. Yeah. I think by the time Chris Paul come back, Memphis will be number two. Watch. You think so? Memphis gonna be number two by the time Chris Paul come back. We don't need it. Y'all need y'all y'all need home. If y'all get number two, that's all the way to the Western Conference Finals home games, which I would be at one one of them for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just scared because they're so young. I just don't know how they're gonna act. Well, I just don't know how they're gonna react. I really get the two though, because the three, I think right now they'd be playing either Utah or Denver. That's a tough six. Oh, yeah. And five. Exactly. They really get two. And I think that's like the Clippers. They, you can yeah, that's them. a seven seed. Yeah. yeah. Y'all beat the Clippers in five. If, yeah, you automatically get the eight seed if you're the one seed. So that would be. Um, you know, y'all would be playing. If y'all get the two or seed. Or Dallas. Yeah, they'll be playing Minnesota. Minnesota up there? They're yeah. number seven. Yeah, Minnesota's in the playoffs. I did not know that. Dallas number five. They'll be playing okay. Utah. Yeah. Who we played last year. And Phoenix will be playing the they'll be playing the Lakers or the Clippers. I want Phoenix again. It is, yeah. They go they go one eight, one two eight, seven, three, three, six, four, six, five. Four, five. Yeah. So actually we will be playing yeah. Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't want that. Uh-uh. I won't want your <laughs> first round, <laughs> especially with uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray coming back, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be a good. We need the two to get Minnesota. That's still hard though. They it could. is, but it, it's better we beaten them though. I mean, we we play some close match games with them, but I think we beat them both times. But it's going – we just got to adjust for a four-game series. If, if Memphis get uh, two straight home games throughout the playoffs, they winning both of those home games. Ain't no doubt in my yeah. mind. They're going to go up 2-0. Then Dylan, Dylan Brooks will be back, though. So. Yeah, Dylan will be back, too. That's playoff Dylan. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, that's going to move us out of our sports topics for this episode. We're going to get into our real talk, our life portion of keeping it 100. My first question, we're going to go back down memory lane a little bit. 
because I got my feedback from my first episode. We made 100, by the way, on the first episode. So my teacher, my professor, he was like, we should go back down memory lane and see, like, let the audience know how we met and stuff like that. And I was like, we honestly have never talked about that since we've been doing this since last year, because we never mentioned that. We were just always really just getting straight into our topics. Who want to go first? So uh, the first question is, how did we all meet? So who want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Uh, James, I think, I don't, I can't remember like exactly. I was, I'm younger than y'all, so. But you was like, it was like a long, long time ago. I think I was like maybe fifth grade, fourth grade. So you were like, what, second, second or third grade. It's been that long? Yeah, because I was, uh, I was going to come play for your dad, for the Warriors. And we had a meeting and stuff. And that's when I first met you when I first yeah. met him. That's right. I was young, though. I wasn't playing basketball yet. Well, I was, uh, but not organized. And Demond, I think I met you, like, fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, that was my first time. I was in a meeting. When y'all, yeah, when y'all, when, y'all came from, uh, when y'all came from Terra. That's when fifth I, grade. I, I, yeah, well, that's how I met you. Because you was in Miss, uh, was you in Miss Donna class? I was, was in Miss Donna, Miss Dilla, honey, Miss Morani. Yeah, yeah, we, was, we had that trio together. That's one. Yeah. That's one we had. I admit. Yeah. I think you, you, you and Angel were the first two people that had became friends. With. You, no, nah, you, Angel and Ned were the first three people in Terry that ever became friends. With. And I first, I came friends with you, Kiara, because you know she came over from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiara came over from Memphis. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Kiara, and then I had came friends with Bree. James, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> we knew each other basically all our life but me and Damon speaking I just didn't really we didn't get really in contact until I got to high school as a sophomore and I was taking college classes the following year well my junior year but y'all had graduated so that's how me and him got back in contact and it pretty much brings us up to date now we've been cool ever since you I was young when you mentioned I was young then, so like I probably I think I remember seeing you, but I just don't remember me and you just really just have a conversation and stuff until like I got to like middle school. Yeah, yeah. I and think we started right. playing um well you were in junior high at the time, but we were, I was playing for the seventh grade team and mm-hmm. you was on y'all won the championship that year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I um I think me and you started getting cool then. Yeah. When you went junior high. Yeah, I'm spraying brightness. So when me and you play NYSA ball. Oh yourself. yeah, I forgot about he always bring that memory up. I forget about that. Yeah. He he claimed I elbowed him the whole game. The yeah. whole game. <laughs> I was a leading scorer. He used to elbow me the whole game. He claimed I elbowed him the whole game. And they beat us in the play. I will never forget that. And they was the number one seed. Well, they took down us. They, bro, they double teamed me and Dylan the whole game. They, yeah. We still got 20 on them, but we couldn't win at the end. They couldn't stop me. He, he going to leave that part out. Zane, you like you a dirty little player. He was. I was not, bro. I was just a. James elbowed me though. Every time I he, take it bro, to the rack, he would elbow bro, me in my face, man. What would happen? 
Okay. He was that right. I, I remember Randolph. this exactly. I remember this play, bro. He was holding me. They gave me the ball in the post. All I did, one dribble. I put my elbow on his side to get him out the way, and I laid it up. That's all I did. How's that a foul? That elbow. Is that Randolph? Exactly. That's what I said. I, I talked to the rim like, you see this, don't you? <laughs> I'm getting beat up down here with no help. Man, we had been getting blown out all season. We were the worst team in the league. Like, cause we sure can't. I ain't gonna lie, aside, we can't again. Like, we've been run through these boys. Blow the walk, blow these boys. Yeah. So they thought we came to play that night. They did. They, they were making everything. Like, bro, how? <laughs> Be like this. I'm like. Facts. And we were only me and Dylan. I lived, it, we, I had twenty. Dylan had twenty four. Nobody else came along with. Us. Man, so now we're gonna move on to our second topic. You go to an HBCU. We go to a PWI. My question is, why did we choose our specific schools? Like, what made us want to come here? Why did we choose to further our education once we left a great man in high school every now and it can it could have it was bad some days, but like for the most part, after we walked that football field, well, me walked the arena, uh because I didn't get a graduation like that. But once we left Marion High School, like why did we say this is our this is where we belong? This is where we need to be. Well, which I probably which I don't know. I had since I left high school, went to Miss South for two years, and graduated there with my associates in twenty twenty in May of twenty twenty, and then it's either I was gonna go here or SMU, and I couldn't went to SMU, but I wanted to to stay close to home with my grandparents and stuff. So, and then I figured this was my program, health studies program was pretty good over here, so I just decided to come here. Yeah, it was only two options here at SMU, so that's my story on that. Well, I I I wasn't always at HBCU, so I got to experience the life of both. So I went to, if y'all don't know, I went to a football, I went uh, to school in a football scholarship in Texas, but of course that didn't work out because uh, other reasons. But uh, I came here because this is a family school. Most of my family have went to UAPB, so. That's why I chose here. But it was either between here, Jackson State, or uh, or Arkansas State. I was thinking about going there too because my dad played for been a Red Wolf. <laughs> you but, uh, <laughs> but I feel like I made the right decision. You know, I, I experienced my PWI. I was like, nah, this ain't for me. I just need to be brown. More people that look like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel like I feel like I made the right decision. And it's nothing like it's nothing like a a black school. It's my it's just like a big family reunion every day. Yeah, I I feel you on that. For me, why I chose here, I came into a campus when I was a junior. I wasn't even a senior yet. So actually, no, it was just going into my senior year, and I came and toured the campus. They did a state preview. So this was before COVID hit, and. I was like, and as I was touring the campus, I was like, this campus is really nice. And they seemed to, they were very welcoming. Like they made you wanna be here and they made you feel like you you do belong here. And so I was like, 
when I got home, I was talking to my mom and my dad. I was like, I think that's where I want to go. Because honestly, I didn't want to go anywhere close. I was like, I was really looking at Eula. I just never applied. Because that's where all my sisters went. Everybody, all my sisters went to Eula. I'm the only one who came to my parents' alma mater. So they were, uh, but my sisters were like, not bashing Eula, but they were like, it's not the same as when we went there. So you probably need to look where it's best and going to get you the more, most money and where you're going to have the best college experience. So I started looking deep into more in, into A-State and I was like, okay, forget how close it is. Forget you not fall. You're going to college and that's all that matters. So when I applied, I got accepted and I got on campus. First year was very different because it was COVID, but now that stuff is kind of open, where stuff is open, it feels like it feels like college. And I'm really enjoying it, even though I have had to make a lot of friends that look like me, but that's also changing due to I'm in the organization, student diversity and, and recruitment. So bringing minority students in so they don't have to worry about being isolated and things like that. But yeah, that's why I chose here. So. I was, I was, I was really, it was really down to the wire between UAPB and A State, like, cause I had been to A State my senior year, cause I was part of the the Latisha Cadet Program in in Marion High School, so we went up there for like a little thing, and like I had really enjoyed the campus, like you said, it was it was welcoming, everybody felt good, and then uh, that summer I had went on a recruiting trip, football recruiting trip up to A State, and they had showed me around, showed me all the dorms and all that stuff, so. It was it was really it was a really close decision, but I just felt like first of all I didn't want to be that close to, to the house. Like it was only forty five minutes, so I was like I gotta be away. <laughs> and then I just wanted to be I just wanted to build my own legacy. You know what I'm saying? Both of my parents went there, my aunties went there, so my, only my grandparents and their sisters went to UAPB. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start my generation. You know what I'm saying? Going here. So that's how I felt. Yeah, it was just, that was also a thing. It was just a continued uh, legacy thing for me. My mom and dad went here, but at the time while my sisters were in school and they were going through their education careers, EULA was the best option at, during those years because, I mean, EULA was giving people money and uh, having great opportunities, but now at the time when I was about to graduate, A-State was giving me the most money. They were giving me the best opportunity. I have the degree I'm going for, they are one of the best programs in the country. So I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. and I am and I see it. I'm getting the exposure. I'm getting the experience. Obviously doing this, having the opportunity to have a class like this and get build my skills as an audio editor and things like that. So I'm definitely uh, glad I chose here. Right. It's just basically uh, what you're looking for, you know, because, yeah. I mean, Mueller don't even have a football team, so I know you be broadcasting and stuff for the football. You ain't even had that opportunity. So oh, yeah, Work-study check would be low. Exactly. So it's, it, it all depends on what you – it all depends on what you do. Like your sister, she she doing big stuff. I mean, and Eula had, what, you know what I'm saying, what she wanted to do. So yeah. It's all just basically what you want to do with your career and what school fits what you want to do. That's, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I have met some pretty good people up here. Before I joined uh, my fraternity, I met a lot of great people that, because, you know, A-State got one of the best health professions in general in the country, best in the country up here. So it's been pretty good on my degree field. 
The overall health department. Yeah, yeah I've heard it's very there. good here. And they got all the great resources. They keep their uh, technology stuff up to date. Like, I didn't know this until last week that we got an ultrasound department up here. You can get an ultrasound for babies up here. You don't even got to go to the doctor. Yeah, you can get it up here in the nursing building. No wonder you see random folks coming on campus for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Yeah, man, that's pretty much wraps up our show for today. Y'all got anything else y'all want to add? For you, you can cut this out, but who you with? Not with y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm good, <laughs> <laughs> man. All right, <laughs> this is gonna wrap it up for episode 50. Keep the 100 sports alive. We'll see y'all later.